The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And here we are at Adventures from the Shed. We are Adventures from the Shed online, coming back at you with our fun Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign brought to us by the illustrious Jason, who can take it away. I can take it away, and I will. So we are coming back to Aridin, where we left off on a bit of a cliffhanger, and we'll get to that in just a second. But first, time for the introductions. And as always, the man with the shiniest head starts us off. Yeah, it's not too bad tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Chris. I'm playing Ophidian, the number one lava. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the he loves the number one. Too. <laughs> number one roller. Uh, my name is Eli. I'm playing Ray's, the... Uh... <laughs> Temporarily catatonic tiefling. <laughs> Temporarily catatonic. I am Joe. I'm playing the warforged artificer who is saving someone who's about to dimension door away. <laughs> uh, you don't know that it's you. Okay, we all know it's you. <laughs> and I'm Randy, and I play the uh, tabaxi fighter who's going to be left behind to run through this wall himself. Well, we don't know what's going to happen here, and I think because we left on a cliffhanger with a decision being made by Ray's, I think Ray should do the recap here for this one. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we started with uh, the feudal crime scene investigation unit uh, coming in to check out the murder that I committed. Eh, things were going well. Nobody was suspecting me. Everybody was told, hey, stay where you are. Don't go anywhere. We'll have to shoot. I mean, arrest you. Um, so... That's going off without a hitch. Uh, Captain of the Guard is called down, and he's like, mm, I'm not letting this get out to the public, and gassed everyone. <laughs> uh, I failed my save, so I am paralyzed. Uh, Les and Rolex are carrying me into a back room to hopefully try to find a way out. He failed his save. He was paralyzed. Uh. <laughs> uh, Ophidian... <laughs> Ophidian went on uh, what me and my uh, home group lovingly call uh, point-and-click hobo adventures. <laughs> you just kind of do your own thing and we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> not not a lot came of Ophidian's stuff, but nope. from the sound of it, he should be waiting for whoever it is that I leave behind. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, let's get into it here. So we have Ophidian who is currently uh, inside the, the actual family home of some poor group that he picked his way into, and with his best role of the night, was able to, again, convince them to allow him to see if they could find a way into the meat and mash. Um, well, as Rolex and Les were carrying Ray's, who was frantically trying to cast a spell to get himself out of there as more and more smoke uh, filled up the room. You guys, Raze and Rolex, you hear more bodies <laughs> falling out inside of the actual tavern. You hear less people kind of um, yelling and screaming and more of them just kind of gasping as, again, it starts to go quiet out there. The smoke is starting to get thicker and thicker and it's starting to get higher and higher. Um, Raze has already taken some damage from this, but Raise as you start to again just do enough. You can move your you will your fingers enough to move and create the spell dimension door. This arcane uh, circle just starts to flicker and open up and start to make itself wider and wider for you. Who are you taking with you through this <clears throat> dimension door? 
uh, I'm taking less. Oh, like, really? No, I, I made up my mind. I was just told, hey, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, I'm taking less because I, uh, I know that he has that device that he took off of Shiloh's body. <laughs> Okay. Wow. No, well, I don't feel bad. Those. I don't feel bad now saying that I was picturing Ray's like he's got all Novocaine up at the dentist's office trying to cast a spell while they're drilling a tooth. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I don't feel bad about it. Divisive decision was divisive. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I I get what you did there. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna be. Uh, I'll I'll look up at Rolex and tell him go get out of here and cast the spell. And since both of them were in contact with me, uh, Les and myself kind of shloop into the uh, dimension. <laughs> where are you popping at it? You know the building well enough. You can go up, down. Uh, again, you're on the second level, so you can go down to the first level if you want to. Um, where would you like to go? Um, I want to go. I want to go 400 feet west because I know there's a back alley there that has like a broken down crate i've had to hole up in there a couple times on stakeout missions I, okay. I, I know it's not secure but safe okay all right so less as this this uh this magical circle opens up here and you guys get sucked in um you're holding rays by his feet at this yes. time and as <laughs> oh, you no. pop out you're holding rays by his feet uh <laughs> i need you to make me a deck save to see if you can keep him from just like falling and like smashing into this crate that he just now uh popped over i don't know what my stats are at this time so i'm just gonna roll this d20 uh i rolled a six uh <laughs> yeah i don't think that's gonna do it <laughs> that shouldn't say so um uh roll me a d6 if you have it uh, oh yeah <laughs> does so poorly he ends up smashing me he i'm working on up and instead pushes down i keep on reloading and uh, three i keep on reloading okay. and i'm trying to boost up my other computer too so so as, as to, you as you pop assault. out here the gentle supporting person who was holding your head and your body up here is no longer there and you're just and you just kind of fall and you kind of smash into the box as less is trying to hold you up here um you take three points of damage uh, but you are outside rolex and Ophidian, uh rolex what would you like to do I'm, just... I'm gonna caveman spongebob meme too as soon as we pop out of there and i let him go <laughs> <laughs> the, um, confused unga bunga seeing that yeah. spot on the wall where it looked like it had been patched over um and that's where we were headed i would just continue to go in that direction with it not really affecting me i don't have that sense of urgency um so i guess i'll just go over to it and kind of lightly knock looking for the you know the hollow spot kind of thing because i've yeah. read these detective novels i know how that there's going to be something yeah. hollow in the wall somewhere ophidian on the other side you hear knock 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 you hear knocking on the wall what would you like to do uh if i can open the hatch i will open the hatch yeah it's, it's behind like plaster so you have to tear that then like peel that off like the wallpaper kind of stuff on there but yeah you can you can try that if you would like yep Okay. All right. So as you start tearing into the walls, you see like the wife at the table going, oh, "What are you doing to my to my walls? Oh, oh, we just had those painted." I toss ten gold at her. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> she used cheap paint. <laughs> so as you're ripping this Rolex, you hear like this kind of like tearing of wallpaper down on the other side of there, and uh, you guys are like right there, like knocking and like tearing the things down around each other. Probably sounds like a, an, an animal trying to claw through the wall or something. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> what um, would you guys like to do? I, didn't, I, I guess I would just 
pound harder to get that thing to stop making noise. <laughs> you hear more and more violent pounding on the other side of video. What would you like to do? I will. Uh, I pound back just like some weird pattern. <laughs> okay, so Rolex, you hear pounding coming back after you're pounding back at it. What would you like to do? Um, and I continue to rip the plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By this time, yeah. you've exposed it. It still looks like it hasn't been opened in a very long time, so it's a little bit stuck and stuff like that here. But you've you've now exposed it at this point. But yeah, you're pounding back violently, uh, and Rolex, you hear pounding coming yeah, back so as you're banging on the walls. At this point, Rolex is kind of worried what it is they've walled up in here, what kind of beast it might be, and he's going to step back and ready his heavy crossbow at the opening. Okay. All right. Uh, Fitting, you hear a stop of the pounding on the other side of the wall here. Uh, you have now the hatch completely exposed. It's like this uh, old school door. It looks pretty heavy, um, but I mean, it's just, it's been idle for a very long time. You can try to open it or you can do something else. It's up to you. I will do like a normal knock, like three wraps of like a knock, like I'm knocking on the door. All right. Rolex, you hear knock, knock, knock. Who is it? Can I hear that through the? I would say, yeah, you'd hear. You're a Can I tell it's Rolex? <laughs> Make an insight check. Let's just see if you know it's Rolex. That's uh, pretty bad. <laughs> By the way, my dex is a plus one, so there's a whole seven earlier. <laughs> yeah, with, with a 15 plus eight, 23, I would say, yeah, you, you would know it's Rolex. You kind of recognize the monotone voice as far as how it was being presented to it, and uh, you would recognize it be Rolex, yeah. I will say Rolex uh, got friendlies coming through. I'm just confused, I think. Um, but I'll, I'll lower the crossbow, put it back across my back, and just kind of wait eagerly to see what friendly thing is about to come through. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Ophidian. Uh, you, you you can open the door if you would like to. You can try to open the door. It's definitely heavy. It's definitely stuck. Uh, try to open the door. Make me a strength athletics check then, please. <laughs> oh, that's not going to be so good for me, probably. And it occurs to me, just as I hear him probably uh, monkeying with the door, <sighs> to say, um, hold you your breath. So you hear you hear hold your breath, but yeah, and as you, you hear this, uh, I need to say this, Rolex. You just hear kind of like a you hear like the door, <laughs> and you can see like the wall like kind of just judder just a little bit, but it doesn't open. I think I'll try to help. All right, make me a strength athletics check, please. If you're just trying to push the door open, I can. Uh, let's see. Uh, and then if you're still helping, Ophidian, you can uh, either give Rolex advantage or you can uh, make a check yourself. Fifteen. I mean. If you're pulling at the same time as he's as he's pushing, yeah, that'll work. Is All right, Dunk, go ahead and roll with advantage then. Donka, good guy, helping. I will add or I'll roll another one then. So that was fifteen, and then uh, oh, twenty-two. Yeah. So yeah, twenty-two. Yeah, with a twenty-two, as you're both pushing the door, <laughs> and you can see like the hinges where they were stuck and just frozen in place because it's been inactive for so long just kind of pop and as the door opens up here like the smoke wafts in as um, soon as i get through it i would slam it shut behind me okay all right because uh, i don't want on. anyone else to be in danger just make me a strength save to see if you can do it so that way ophidian and the the family are not affected by it let's see if uh more the family uh, yeah that's it yeah. the uh, 14 Okay, with a 14, uh, let's just see here. I still have less selected. Hold on a second here. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> okay. 
okay. Uh, uh, with that here, again, uh, you can see some of the small kids like get like a whiff of it because they were like around where Ophidian was. Like they were like really like interested in stuff. And you can see some of them kind of like seize up and fall over a little bit, but they don't seem to be that bad. Uh, the parents kind of immediately drag them away and start like, you know, fanning the smoke out of the area. Um, and you can see them after a few minutes starting to come back around here. Rays, at this point in time, being outside in, um, uh, you can see now as you're, you crash into this box. There was somebody like in the box, and they kind of like cry out and go, "Oh, what? Who's it's what Oscar happened? the Grouch?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "What, what happened? Oh, it's just ruining my my home. Get out of here!" And he's kind of like pushing you out of out of the box. You start your 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 joints and limbs start to loosen up, and you're able to oh, oh, talk again as you're outside. It is crowded in the alleyway. There is a lot of people in there. Um, a lot of homeless people who are out there who are, again are like under tarps and things like that in the back of this building here. And you got that's where you guys are at currently. Okay. Um, so at like as I'm starting to like loosen up, being able to breathe again. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say like, you know, sorry, I oh, <laughs> had to do something. Oh, let's get out of here, buddy. Indeed, let's get out of here. Huh. That was. I was not expecting that. Okay. Where are you guys making your way off to? Mm, I'm going to the Stew and Pearl. Okay. All right. Should, we, <laughs> should we? Yeah, I'm just going to walk. Before you head that direction, should we try to figure out where that wall that we were approaching was going to? I don't know if you could see it, but there was this indention in the door that, or the wall that made it look like we could uh, break through the wall. Hopefully that's what uh, Rolex is doing right now. We try to regroup. One of two things happens here, Les. One, the cleanup crew goes in and kills Rolex. Two, they realize that he's an asset and try to take him for their own. If that happens, they'll quickly realize that they can't do anything with him and that he'll be no harm to let go. After uh, all, it's not like he saw anything. True. I'm going to look around. Is there uh, any of those like fairy message things that uh, Ophidian used nearby? Yeah, there's one down. And again, you, re you remember this walking up here down from this building here, like a building down. There is like off to the side, like a built onto the side of it here. There's like a makeshift, like a post office area where those things would be at. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe a few minute walk for you. All right. So you're going to, uh, where did you say you were going? Oh, Race. I'll be headed to the Stew and Pearl. I need to rest for a little while. All right, I'll stop here at this post office. Let Ophidian know if he sees Rolex to meet us there. Okay. All right, so you guys break off and you head in your new directions. Uh, Ophidian and Rolex, you guys are inside of, this, inside of this house. You can hear now outside. You hear like muffled voices. You hear, all right, I think that's enough time. They should be sedated. Let's go in and clean this up uh, from outside in the hallway. What would you both like to do? Uh, I want to find another exit from this home. Make me an investigation check, please. Or actually, you know, you gave them 10 coin. They'll tell you where to go. Um, so with 10 gold, right. uh, yeah, with 10 gold in there, then that's probably more. You, ask, you, you know, Elphidian, this is probably more gold that they see than probably in a uh, three months of work to a degree sometimes uh, <laughs> in this part of the town. Um, uh, they kind of point and go uh, to the back over there. There's a, there's a small hatch that leads down to our, 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 our relative's house. Um, we live on top of them here on the first floor. You can get out that way. Uh, that'd be the safest, I think. 
Uh, I will make an insight check just to make sure I don't think they're trying to pull a fast one on me. Sure, yeah, go make an insight check. I'll probably screw that. Oh, no. no seven, seven, seven. Yeah, you believe them. You believe them. They're, they're kind of sitting there counting their coin and stuff like that. They, they seem genuinely uh, worried about the smoke that just poured in uh, that came in from that, that hatch. Um, yeah, you think that they are being truthful. All right. Let's go, Rolex. Yep. I will apologize to them about the wall before going. They're kind of coin. Like, oh, no worries. We we can get that repaired now. We can actually make that look better. Um, I'm looking at wallpapers. Actually, um, you can see that probably made that probably made their day uh, doing that kind of thing here. Ophidian's going to be sung of uh, in terms of this individual who who fell into their uh, house one day and graced them with money and a windfall. Actually, we were never here. Don't, don't yeah. Now we don't have to hire someone to break that wall down. Well, of yeah. course, of course, of course. You were never here. Never here. <laughs> uh, you guys open up the hatch, and as you open the hatch, the, the woman, she like yells down. She goes, Beatrice, Beatrice, it's okay. It's all right. We're sending some people down. They're going to be exiting through your home. It's all right. They're fine. And uh, you hear us uh, 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 coming up there. What? <laughs> Somebody's coming down. They kind of have a little bit of a back and forth. But again, you guys drop down uh, into a small home, and you make your way out on the first floor. On the first floor, you can see there's a lot of people, like, uh, as you open the doorway to go out to the hall and check check it out, you can see there's a lot of people milling back and forth. There's a lot of chatter going on about what's happening on the second floor. The guards are up there. Do you see Garthok? You see there's a lot of chatter up there, but no one seems to pay attention to you guys as you exit out of this house. Um, where would you guys like to go? I'd like to, um, Rolex is going to uh, ask Ophidian, um, you and her said we were never there while we were there. What does that mean? It means I don't want her telling anyone we were there. Why didn't you say that? It's just a figure of speech. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'll file that one away. <laughs> work on that with you later. I'm gonna, by the end of this adventure, I'm going to not have been there somewhere. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, where are you guys wanting to head? Uh, Rolex, uh, did anyone say where they were going after this? Um, so here where I try to study people, I'm going to say, uh, unless you have any objection, Jason, I'm going to say that Rolex would probably assume Ray's would go back to a place that he's familiar with. Yeah, no, I would say that's a very logical um, response. Actually. I would, however, because I don't pay that much attention to places and only people, <laughs> Rolex would say, um, where was it that Ray's brought us previously? Uh, the Stew and Pearl. We would probably find him there. Yeah, it's one of his hideouts. <laughs> we will go to the place where I overturned a table and put my ear on it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Okay. That's how, he, that's how he remembers it. Yeah, All right. if, yeah pretty if much. If there's nothing else that you guys want to do in the meantime here, uh, uh, Les, you make your way inside of the uh, uh, the postal office area. Um, you can send a message to Rolex if you would like. It would be, um, uh, depending on how you want to do it, if you want to do the basic message to him uh, that will get to him eventually, uh, you can. Or you can do what Ophidian did, which is much more expensive. Um, I don't even have a look at what I'm carrying as far as gold. I think I only spent a little bit, right? Yeah, I was being cheap. Yeah, he but didn't the, even pay to get in the train. He just sat yeah, on top yeah. of it. It was like one coin to be in the back. And I don't yeah. even think the collector yeah. got around to finding me at the time. And then I paid for those beers. Um, that was a kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, 
Uh, let me. Is there a role to do like a recall to like maybe think that they'd know where he would go? Just to... make yeah, make an insight check. Let's see if you can kind of discern if you think that your friends would be smart enough to go back to the actual um, uh, uh, stew and pearl or a place you guys have been to before. Okay, on D and D Beyond, it's ten plus two is twelve. Yeah, your call on that one, whether or not you think that Les would actually, uh, again, put that together. We haven't been anywhere else except the sewer. <laughs> I'll just see if they find us. Uh, if not, okay. I'll come looking for him. Okay, all right. So you, you you catch back up to Ray's quickly, and we'll say for the sake of expediency, uh, you know, about maybe 10, 15 minutes goes by of you guys making your way through the large crowds. Again, the, the city is becoming alive again. It's becoming bustling and loud as it's becoming mid-afternoon. You make your way into the Stew and Pearl. Ray, is you and um, Les get there first, uh, because as you were getting ready to go to the Stew and Pearl, he, like, walked off to go there, and he's like, ah, actually, you know, I'm going to go with you, and he caught back up to you real quick here. So you guys get to the Stew and Pearl first, and then Ophidian Rolks will be there in just a few minutes after. Um, what would you like to do, Ray's? As you get in there, you see the typical group of individuals who are there um what would you like to do well rolex is a war forge and that was a wall with an indent so he was trying to escape already so that's probably what tied into the fact that i just leaned on they'll probably find us yeah absolutely so absolutely. so Ray's is going to want to uh, i'll give it a day <laughs> <laughs> seek an audience with uh, second if mm. you're still there to let them know that exactly how the job went Yep. All right. So as you make your way inside, um, uh, you go up to the door, which is uh, uh, the one that has the guard in front of it here, the, the secret one to the back uh, office where people aren't there. Um, Les, I, I, are you taking Les with you or are you going to leave Les at the bar? Oh, I'm leaving him at the bar. <laughs> uh, as you <laughs> no, drop, nobody goes into that back room with okay. me. As you drop Les at the bar, Les, you sit down at the bar and you're just kind of like, you know, scratching your head as far as what just happened you woke up to a murder scene you uh just had your uh this place kept it up with smoke and people dropped down uh you see that there is um the Aridin gazette which is on the uh bar itself here and raise as you say wait here you look down uh make me a perception check raise real quick here to see if you notice anything you son of a bitch <laughs> I remember. I remember. How, how long of a trip is it for Rolex and Ophidian? You're a few, minute, a few minutes behind. Yeah, okay. you're few, you'll be you'll be there in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's definitely good enough. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. With that, you your eye catches the cover of the Aridin Gazette, which again is devastation on the docks. Um, uh, 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 onlookers look in horror as civilians and people and gangs wage war in the city streets here. And on the cover, you can see there are several photos of people, guards, again, uh, fighting with um, Dresden hooks and things like that. And you see your friend on the actual cover of this particular paper, uh, impaled through his chest, um, Sitting there, what would you like to do, Raze? Raze is going to pause for a moment, looking at the newspaper. Uh, hell yeah, for almost like 10 15 seconds before visibly shaking his head, taking a breath, and uh, walking into the back room. Uh, Les would, if, if with Les being right there in front of me, he would absolutely notice. Because this is just so far out of how Ray's holds himself, uh, how he presents himself to people, and especially in public places. 
What would you like to do, Les? I just found out that the uh, thing was working again, so I'm logging back in now. Um, so I just see him noticing the paper, and he's just kind of like shocked or something. What? What am I sorry? So uh, Ray's is looking at the paper, but looking at him, it's clear he's not reading it. He's just just staring at yep. it for and a few seconds before, like, actually taking a moment to what you would interpret as uh, gather himself. Yeah. You know, you see on the front cover, there is pictures of people being killed, people, buildings on fire. And there's one particular photo of an individual, a man that you kind of recall seeing when uh, you guys first came here. You saw Ray's speak to him uh, for just a few minutes. You didn't interact with this person yourself, but you see somebody who looks very familiar on the front cover who is impaled by a weapon and who is dead uh, on the actual front cover. Um, Okay, so Ray's, all right, Les will have gone close to Ray's and looked at that. Um, are you okay? Yes, fine. You seem a bit shooken up. I guess it's just registered that we've lost an entire district. Burned to cinders. And with that, I'll like kind of snap my fingers without making without making the snapping noise and use digitation to light the newspaper on fire yeah just immediately just flash burn yeah. it can, can i just use some insight to see if i feel like he's telling the truth sure make an insight check my uh deductive <laughs> investigation training i mean you're due for a good one yeah <laughs> say if he hey. rolls a 20 he knows he killed her 19 <laughs> Yep. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> there, there, are, there are hoof prints in there. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so I pull up my sword and I step it straight through his chest. So with a 19, I will leave this to Raze. Raze, are you being honest with Les or no? You can tell that Raze is being honest, but it's clear that there is layers to his sentence. What he's telling you is not a lie or deception in any way it is just now hitting him how much that he's lost but you get the feeling that it's a bit more personal for him okay okay i'll do nothing at this time and just all right if you need a drink let me know i'll order it too and if you don't need one i need two today okay um <laughs> As you guys are doing this here in Rays, you start to head towards the back room. Ophidian and Rolex, you would just get there. Because, um, again, you guys did have to take some time getting out of that room, going through the shoot, all that stuff there. So you guys were stairs. Yeah, getting yeah, I would have wanted uh, Rolex to update me on what I missed. Yeah. Because um, I didn't. I wasn't part of any murder investigation or what. I have no <laughs> idea that that's right? yeah. <laughs> like, Shayla's dead? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, what? Oh, no. And, and Rolex would oh, recount no. in in very good detail as far as what everybody did but not necessarily where they were when they did anything but he know he knows all about their people the people and their actions would he have like uh this is the weapon like this, this oh yeah the crime scene stats right? yeah i mean without like he didn't read whatever les wrote down but he was there to see the scene yeah. and then right. les told him 
uh, go tell the bartender to hold everyone here. So there was a little bit of time that he didn't see anything, but the scene didn't change during that time. And then he went back and he was watching through the door. Um, the guards were doing all this, talking about cleaning the place up, etc. So definitely would relay all of that information because we can't think of a reason not to. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys enter in right as you see Ray's, and there's like a scent of like burning paper in the air as you walk in. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Um, uh, Rolex, you probably don't pay any mind to it because <laughs> you're Rolex. Uh, yeah. It's interesting for you. It's, for, it's a new scent when you walk into this exactly. room that you get into. Uh, but if it did, you definitely know what's that here. And then you see Wes sitting at the bar and Ray's just making his way around the edge of the bar towards the back room. What would you guys like to do? I guess we'll go over and sit with uh, Les. What's, uh, what's going on, Les? Ray's went to go talk to his people. Let, probably let them know how everything went with the uh, in, uh, winter speak uh, uh, quarantine district. And uh, I, that's my guess, at least. I, I don't really know. But he went to the back room. Basically told me to wait here. But he suggested it by kind of a push towards the chair. Is your drink burning? I don't know if it's going to be hot yet. I haven't got it yet. But uh, no, he uh, set some paper on fire. Yeah, two pints come up and they get put right in front of you, Les. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you. Pocket the coin. All right, Raze, you enter into the back room. There you see the second, the man that you only know by that title, uh, sitting down behind his large desk. Um, he is, again, thumbing through the Aridin Gazette currently. What would you like to do? Burn that one too. <laughs> Don't read no. that. No. As the door opens up, he doesn't even look up at you. He just goes, Tower, good to see you. Report on what uh, has been going on. And I'm I'm just going to recount everything from from the moment we took Shyla under our uh, our charge up to the uh, daring escape <laughs> of the uh, SWAT raid. And uh, he, he's going to make it a point to uh, say that while the, he did expect these uh, Wintersmere Guard to try and cover it up, he didn't expect them to be so aggressive with it. And that was a miscalculation on his part. And it is with the deepest regret that he handled the situation so poorly. He looks, he looks at you and he goes, well, Tower, you know that things that are done in the field are never perfect. That's why we send out the best. This is actually, in my opinion, very good news. He pushes the paper towards you and he goes, this paper here has rallied several individuals in the districts to our cause to overthrow the Wintermeers. They're also losing power as the, the Shah families are starting to again take up arms against them. The loss of Shyla Steelden as well is a big boom. This opens up many opportunities for our infiltrating teams to get into the power plants and remove that particular stick that the Wintermere's hold over this over this kingdom. I would call this a success, Tower. Uh, as uh, as Mister the Second. <laughs> shows uh, Ray's the newspaper, he kind of makes it a point to just look off to the side. Uh, thank you, sir. I'm well aware of the situation in the 
dressed in port. Yep. And as you as you uh, say this to him, he, he kind of he stands up and he puts his hand out to you, and he 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 places something on the desk. In, I'm sorry, he places something in your hand as you, he touch as he holds on to you, and he, he gives it to you. And goes, <clears throat> you've done an excellent job, sir. An excellent job here. But I'm afraid there is potentially more that we need from you. Your friends, the two from this old family, you said that uh, they recognized this creature that was inside the quarantine zone, yes? No, they recognized the insignia, one of the insignias they were wearing. That's right, my apologies, Tower. This is very disturbing news, and this could throw a wrench in our overall plans to unseat power. I need you to make it a point to learn what this creature is and what your two friends' affiliation is with them. Is that something you can handle, Tal? Of course, sir. If I may be so bold to ask, uh, may this be the only assignment that I be put on until it is finished? Of course. And he's going to glance at the uh, newspaper. Suffered personal loss. Yes, he, he looks down at the at the paper, and your friend has been inside here before. Um, he he it's it would be common knowledge yes. with the regulars of the fifth form that Cormont is yep. a very close friend yep. with Ray's. Yes, and the only connection to a quote unquote normal life that he had because yep. Cormont had no idea. Yeah, and, and as you look down at this, he goes, "I apologize, Tower, for." Putting this in front of you, I know that your friend here's uh, loss is quite difficult for you, but use that loss. Take it out on those who have taken your friend. Use it to fuel you. Of course, sir. I have every intention to do so. He looks down and he goes, he goes, there will be no other assignments for you until this one is complete. This is priority for you. Thank you, sir. And understood. He looks, he, as you have that piece of paper that he gave you, um, I'll go ahead and send you what that is. Okay. And with that, he kind of goes, now, if you'll excuse me, Tyler, I have other things to attend to. And he goes and, back to doing things unless there's anything you want to ask of him. Um, I, I will bring up that... Uh, uh, one of my companions, uh, Shukati, has close ties with the Iridium Gazette. If you wish for any part of this to go public, they have a hmm. solid reputation, and I'm sure that I can get something in the paper. He looks at you and he goes, yes, the press is very important here, and this is quite interesting news that you have this particular power in your back pocket. We will evaluate the situation as it unfolds today and uh, let you know if your friend can be of use. Understood. Thank you. All right, with that, um, the, what, what are the rest of you doing out in, the, out in the bar? Again, you can hear in the tavern, there's a buzz about what's going on in the city, what happened at the docks. Uh, again, that is the talk of the town right now. Um, what would you guys like to do? Less in Rolex, obviously, you still have your Breaking Waves monastery that you were trying to get to prior to everything that was going on. Uh, Ophidian, uh, you're still waiting for another response from some of the things that you sent out here. And then also you have some things that you received 
what would you guys like to do? Uh, Les is going to uh, do a mixture of nursing his drink for a few minutes and then pounding like a quarter of it and then back to nursing again as he studies his rigorous notes he took inside that room. Okay. He's not used to losing uh, people he, even though recently befriended, uh, just friends in general. So. Okay. Especially like that. Rolex, Ophidian, what do you guys do? Um, I would think I would take advantage of what I've recently learned and try and comfort less uh, because he seems a little distraught. And uh, so Rolex at one point, while Les is, you know, nurse pounding uh, his drink. <laughs> Hello, nurse. <laughs> the, uh, he'd lean over and in, in so much as Rolex might whisper, he would just say more quietly, um, Les, perhaps she was never really there. Uh, Les is going to turn towards the Rolex and just kind of like lift an eyebrow and give him a weird look like, the hell? <laughs> uh, whatever you say, pal. Give me about an hour and we'll head towards the monastery. Okay. And I'm really pleased with myself now. <laughs> that went well. All right. Um, I get Ophidian? <laughs> I will just uh, scan the, the crowd to see if there's anybody's interest here to see if I can listen to any conversations. But, uh, and if not, I will uh, ask less about his take on the murder and what he saw and what he thinks. Yeah. The, the people here, this is, this is a closed bar in terms of like, uh, of who's let, let in here. This is a fifth form that kind uh, you know, establishment here. So you don't hear anything super interesting that you haven't already heard. So I would say if you want to, you can talk to less about, you know, what happened at the actual crime scene or anything else. So does uh, any information that Prolix or Les has given me make me think that Ray's might have done something? Because I kind of know what he's about a little bit. You kind of know what he's about, but because Les failed so spectacularly at putting the pieces together, what he tells you confuses you more. I would say you might have your suspicion still that there might be he might have something in there because again he did make it a point to take her by himself. But everything that Les says to you is does not implicate Ray's. Well, I do I do have a lot of information that uh, leads to someone who might have been they might have been familiar with uh, Shayla might have been like the window wasn't shattered or broken into or left open the door wasn't barred you know the size of the print that was in the blood and the lack of a struggle i mean they had a pouch but it didn't look like uh it was ripped off or anything so no but uh, again uh because the way you went about your investigation you definitely have those things down as far as you know that it was somebody who came in who accessed but again there were really no locks on these doors this place is a seedy kind of underbelly kind of a place here and there was uh you know pashar family documentation and and you know things like that with her Nothing that you that you saw pointed to Ray. So you have some suspicions, and again, uh, because you didn't roll well enough in the investigation to combine any kind of connection to him, I would say that uh, with what Les would tell you, it would be very, very tough to even put Ray's together as far as a prime suspect. You might have, again, an inkling, because again, that's, that's your prerogative as a player in terms of having an idea of who might be a part of it here. But what Les told you as far as the evidence doesn't match up. Okay. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Anything else you guys want to do? As Ray's comes out of the room, I you would guys are all back together. I would just check to see if there's any messages, you know, from any of my people. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. <clears throat> Most likely very soon, but nothing yet. Your walk of Ray's heading towards us, I'll just lift up the other drink. <laughs> Ray's so, will uh, take it. What? Just so Shyla Steelden, huh? And I put poison into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have the con save for you to do it. <laughs> Clearly. So no, unless I'll, I'll, unless I'll, there's no reason to do that. So. I want to look at Ray's and go, Shyla Steelden, that's kind of a mess. What do you think happened there, Ray's? Ray's is... For someone like Ophidian, it's very <laughs> obvious that Ray's is extremely upset but is still kind of hiding it so like this would go completely over rolex's head less has an inkling but he kind of saw it start ophidian would know like ray's just kind of not happy here i think that i failed to uphold a promise and that someone will have to pay dearly for it. Uh, for what? And he will say no more. And just slowly drink. <clears throat> <clears throat> so once again, uh, re-establish my notes. Um, I have no struggle, door not barred with anything at all, like as, even as a makeshift, you know, by keeping people out. Uh, last scene with Ray's, uh, small footprints <laughs> in the blood. Uh, she was alone, uh, like all night instead of being, you know, in a group, we usually stay together. Um, nothing taken. It was late at night, uh, the sword in the bag. And, uh, I know that it's possibly the Fashar family because of the stuff that was left behind. So that's hmm. everything I knew. Well, it's not possibly the Bashar family. It's likely the Bashar family. But with <laughs> the Wintermere guard sword through her chest well clearly that's that's the distraction uh, less isn't fully sure because you know all all the weird details about it so okay so what do you guys want to do you guys spend the next few minutes maybe in awkward silence as you guys are dealing with the own your own personal kind of issues rolex still very pleased with himself uh in terms of his his connection as far as wor- words and oh, play. Yeah. um what would you guys like to do now the empty glass will hit the counter. All right, Rolex. We're going to head towards that monst that place with the monks. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. And next to that glass he laid down was three more glasses that were also empty. <laughs> okay. All right. So is that where the group is wanting to go next? Oh, are you guys well you guys are you all four of you guys that look like twins can come too if you want i'll look at ophidian kind of like uh, amused what say you didn't know race had a twin and what's the purpose of this monastery visit (laughs) uh we know a guy well rolex knows a dude who's he's gonna tell us about the weird white elf thing we saw with the symbols i've been meaning to ask you about that you seem to recognize her 
it was the symbol and Rolex will point to the symbol that he has both on his shoulder, one um, like hanging around his chest. There's one on the shield that he carries with him and it's the same symbol. And um, it is from the family that constructed me. And, and we assume that that creature was some kind of drow that we were assuming. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. It was not a, a soul not a, sucker. Go ahead. Not a, not a uh, just kind of like how you're like a just like you're like a half blood yonti. This seems to have drow features and traits, but there's definitely something else there. Is that is there anything that we know about? Because there's the what the uh, is that led a drow clan? Is there any anything weird connection with that possibly? As far as what I'm sorry, which which clan? The Zetleta Drow clans that are mentioned with the Ashar uh, ah, family. Yes, yes. Make make a uh, uh, make, what kind of check would you like to do to see if you can connect the dots, if there are dots to be connected? Uh, I guess insight, because I mean, only because I have information with the Bashar family because of my, yep. my aliases works yep. for that. So I'll use insight. All right. Yay! Uh, Chris has turned hey, a corner hey, with them dots. Right. Yeah. I'm back, baby. There we go. You learned nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> you needed a 36. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry about the that. The DC yes, was yes. a 27. Go the please. Sorry, Timmy. You needed a 27. To uh, the, the DC was a 26 and a half, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, um, okay, so there have been, again, and you know this, the Bashar family's been tracking drow activity in the sewers. Uh, they've been tracking underground. They have been long since gone. Uh, there was once a family that ruled underground and was, again, the subterranean kind of rulers beneath Aridin, and there was a relationship with them. That was many, 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 many years ago. Many years ago. Um, what exactly are you trying to discover? With what you rolled, you can ask whatever you kind of want here. So I just want to know, what are you specifically trying to discover with this connection, potentially? I guess I'm trying to figure out who this person could be, if they are connected with the... Yeah, just, I'm just trying to fill in the blanks, because I don't really know... I mean, what information we have is like the part of lineage of elves with rumored ties to the Zetlita Drow clans, you know, and the Pashar family's trying to push those, what? Which is family. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to, I, I, I have a sliver of evidence. I'm trying to get like a, a bigger chunk. Right? Okay. So with, with what you know from the Pashar clan, the Pashar clan has found evidence that this particular, there's a particular, the, the drow that they thought were gone, where were completely gone and eradicated many, 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 many years ago, are back. There are some remnants of them underground and still operating, and they're operating in the shadows and dealing with things underground or with potential gangs like the Fifth Form, or not like the Fifth Form exactly they're doing here, I'm just saying, like those kind of organizations. Right. They are, again, affiliated with those. Now, this individual here that you know of Scythia Antiva, Antiva was the name of the royal family of that particular uh, that that I, I named the thing too, and I can't freaking say it. Um, yeah, it reminds me of some cartel like, yeah. name, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why I sounded good. I can't pronounce things as as Joe knows. I'm horrible at pronouncing things, even things that I name. Horrible so, pronunciation. Zet, yep. The Zetleta clan Antiva is um, one of their surnames. That right, goes yeah. very, very far back. So if this thing is calling itself Antiva, it, it probably is very old or it's part of a very old bloodline and is connected in that particular fashion. So you would be able to probably piece that all together with the things that you know from the Pashar clan as far as what they have gathered on movements of these people who we thought they thought were long since gone and dead and destroyed uh, who are now back. 
All right, I will relay that information to Rolex then, unless since they're kind of bad. Okay. That means anything to them. <clears throat> Shall we do I mean, history? Considering <laughs> I'm like 100 years old, <laughs> I don't I mean, know. It. It, it, there may have been something programmed into the history at that point, but I don't. Sure. I, I wouldn't necessarily have firsthand knowledge. Sure. Go ahead and make a history check for yeah, me. Okay. I'm going to count that as a skill check for history. And I no, do history no, as well. I got, I got a two. I mean, yeah. I get to add five to it, but that yeah. only brings it through. <laughs> Rogue's going through file not found. Yeah. 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 Much. Hard drive got erased. The, the symbol, sector. I mean, the symbol is easily recognizable, yeah. but not, nothing with, yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, Les, what did you get? I was waiting to clarify. Uh, 16. 16. All right. Les, um, with a 16. I mean, Rolex obviously doesn't recognize anything that was just said here. Les, you would know that the best place to get information would probably be the, the Breaking Ways Monastery. You yourself personally don't know. Um, you do know that the um, uh, the Antiva pe- the Antiva bloodline was one of the main factors that caused the downfall of your particular family. Um, they were integral in the Wintermere family, again, basically destroying what was left of your lineage of the people that you protected. But you don't know very much more than that with the 16. Hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll share that with Ophidian then. Yeah. Right. I don't know much, but I know. Okay. <laughs> we need right, to so the you, monastery. All right. So you guys make your way to the monastery. The, the, the streets are crowded. It's packed. As you guys make your way down through the Stew and Pearl and past the building that you guys had um, left and had uh, dimensioned, doored, and broken out of, you can see outside, coming down through the front level, you can see there are, uh, is a wagon, and they're loading it up with bodies. And uh, you guys recognize that some of those bodies are the people that were inside the, the, the meat and mash. You recognize the barmaid. She, you can see like her apron kind of like just hanging out from um, a, one, underneath one of the covers as they, lock, uh, as they lob them in. And you can overhear some of the guards talking to some of the, the people outside going, oh, yes, no, there was some sort of horrible accident inside this. Some sort of uh, toxin came out. The building is secured, but uh, unfortunately, most of the people inside were killed. Um, tragic stuff here. As you guys are making your way past down the street towards the building where the Breaking Waves Monastery is, is there anything you guys would like to do in this scene, or are you guys just going to continue to pass by? I say out loud, she should have listened to me about that warrant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, do the bodies look like they're harmed, like stabbed through or anything? They're all covered, but make me a, a perception or investigation check to see if you can maybe notice anything about them. Uh, just a seven. Now, now you're just more kind of upset that some of these people that you've seen here and again that young man that you were kind of like holding and saying get it together man you can see you know their bodies you know the pieces that you recognize as far as like their ankle or their their shoes or their their cloak or something like that you can see them all being piled into this wagon and being taken away do i feel like that poison would have straight up killed them or just paralyzed them though you would know raise he was starting to struggle to breathe uh, so you recognize that yeah it probably would have it would long enough it probably would have done it okay well if i thought that maybe that would have killed them well i wouldn't have known that without getting up to raise so yeah. um it was a little too late at that time yeah and then again uh, you yourself weren't feeling those effects because you you were succeeding on your con so you had you would have no idea so now less is even more down just kind of shaking his head even more 
Yeah. Okay. Rolex well, wants to the, take a little more advantage. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I can't. I can't hear. Rolex will go first, and then we'll go to uh, Ophidian. Yeah. Right. Well, for me, it's just a sidebar. Roland wants to take a little more advantage of this phrase he is now fond of, um, and do a little friendly nudge to Ophidian and say, "We were never there." You got that right, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you hear some people and uh, you see some people like look back and go, "Oh, you were never there." Um, uh, <laughs> as as you're walking past, what was what were you gonna say, Ophidian? As far as where's the Breaking Ways Monastery? Yeah, where's the, where's the location? It's about three buildings down. It's about a probably thirty minute walk for you guys through the current traffic of people that are there. And I was gonna ask the same thing, but based on the map, and I know we're audio only, but if you can describe a little of our map again, yeah, what yeah. district so, we're so in? Still District Twelve for this monastery. Yes, so it's it's in the it's towards the Van Heiden Stadium. So okay. if you look at the actual okay. map here, you guys were closer to the edge of District 15 and 12 in like the center cluster mass of where the the bulk of this population is. Um, you then started moving your way um, to the uh, to the uh, west towards Van Heiden's uh, Coliseum Stadium. This massive undertaking that took years and years to build as an attestament to the van hyden's love of entertaining the masses uh and how they control you know uh, almost the media to a degree in this particular town uh you can see it as you get closer through the districts um because of how tall it is um but yeah you're making your way that way there um and uh it's only about a 30 minute walk from where you're at currently cool all right all right Anything else you guys want to do, or we will fast forward to the Breaking Waves Monastery. Just on the way there, Les will like put his arm around Rolex the best he can, just be like, "Thanks for trying to cheer me up there, buddy." <laughs> You're welcome. And then he'll duck behind a trash can and uh, <laughs> bomb. <laughs> Purge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, make uh, yeah as as you duck down the ca- uh, trash can, make me just a uh, um, a uh, insight check to see if you vomit where you want to vomit at because there's a lot of people in the in the street right now <laughs> vomits up a hairball uh 12 okay with the 12 you you vomit you you aim where you want it to go but there are so many people around you you get the splash back happens it's a little splash it on, yeah it gets on some people's like cloaks and they're kind of stepping like oh 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 uh, you you kind of like apologize a little bit and you continue moving on here it wasn't a clean it wasn't a clean vomit unfortunately uh, i'm terribly sorry here here's some silver they go they go oh, oh okay okay <laughs> all right um you make your way to the breaking with monastery now rolex and less um uh this is on the top top floor of this particular building it's on the 32nd floor it's up on uh uh, as you guys make your way up, the building gets narrower and narrower as it gets higher and higher for this particular one. And there is a built, there is a um, a basically like a a house with a rooftop hatch that goes up onto the actual roof itself, where they have um, you know like their own kind of almost like Zen garden or meditation kind of stuff on there. Um, as you guys make your way up here, it takes you guys probably about a good 15, 20 minutes to make your way all the way up to the top of this place. Ophidian is not happy because Ophidian does not like climbing stairs. Um, but <laughs> I don't like cardio. Yep. Uh, but you guys make it all the way up to the top, and uh, there is a half symbol of the Jurelic family on the door, etched in, and it says Breaking Ways Monastery on it. Um, what would you guys like to do? I think Ray should open the door. I was about to say, I, Ray's will go to open the door. All right, Ray's, as you open the, as you go to open the door, uh, you 
you open it up here and you can see there are several people inside it's it's quite packed there's about 10 people inside most of them have um uh looks to be like um this matching robes on they look to be like almost like student-like robes on there and they're reading different things journals they're reading different books and then uh you see one of the individuals they look back and they go um excuse me um welcome to the breaking waves um are you here for for tutelage what what, what can we do for you here uh, excuse the interruption some companions of mine were uh, seeking uh, your company your advice i merely guided them here yeah okay as you say this here uh rolex and less are you guys making your way inside yeah. uh, yes Okay. Uh, Rolex is firmly established as a follower, so. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so as you make your way inside, you hear coming down the stairs, you hear uh, like, a, like a regular footstep, and then you hear a clink, and then a regular footstep, and then clink, and then coming down the stairs, you see an elderly individual. He has a long uh, graying beard that is uh, braided almost, almost like um, Norse style uh, going down his, his uh, chest. He has several tattoos on and he is missing a leg and the leg instead of replaced is replaced with a leg that looks not very much unfamiliar to uh, what Rolex's legs look like. It looks to be mechanical in nature and he <laughs> comes down and as he has his, he comes down, he has his arms like inside these long ropes. He opens up his arms and there's a claw, uh, a mechanical one that is just kind of moving back and forth and he walks down. He goes, well, who is looking for advice? And he looks over at the two of you, and he looks at you, Rolex, and he goes, clink, clink, and starts to walk his way over. Um, he goes, my, my, it has been some time, my friend. Do you remember me? It's a damn good question. <laughs> Jason, do do I or do I have to think if I remember him? Well, that's the first Rolex. Tell him you were yeah. never here. I'm about to. I'm yeah. gonna find out. Because... See the person that he remembered that we he drug us here for. <laughs> um, so do you remember me, old friend? Let me see if I have your answer. This per this person was a longtime teacher and somebody who was very close to the Jurlik family. Uh, you recognize, again, some of the mechanical components on it. It looked like very similar to the ones that you were built with. You were built 100 years ago. Right. But because of how Rolex's memory is and how some things might be locked, um, roll me a insight check or some sort of other check if you want to see if it unlocks and you know who they are or if it maybe is a mystery to you still. I think insight's a good one because he's a people robot. Yep. I like it. Yeah. And as far as um, just the refreshers part, as far as his memory goes, Rolex only has first person memories for the last three and a half years or so. Yep, Everything exactly. else he has was put in him when he was built and programmed a hundred years ago. And he's got about a 97 year gap of knowledge, yep. not knowing what happened in the, in the interim. Um, if, he, if he hesitates less, he's going to bonk him on the head. Like you would like a machine. That's yeah. not working. A, a 10, just completely okay, with a bonk on the head. Make me another roll. We'll give you advantage on there. <laughs> roll with bonk. Yeah, as 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 your as your eyes are kind of like kind of spinning, yeah. less, less is like, oh, this happened some. Oh, that was much better. That's a nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this. This this he gets stuck like this. You're, you're the one that brought me here. You know something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As as you smack him on the head, the the wheels go ding. Ah. <laughs> Um, yes, you recognize this individual. You recognize pieces like memories start to come together inside of your head. You recognize seeing him here with 
different family members. You recognize you walking into a actual room and him being there uh, as they go, yes, this is uh, our first our first to the prototype here. Look at this. Fantastic. Uh, again, uh, test your reflex. You can see him. Yeah. He was seemingly there when you were built way back then. Everything is still kind of jumbled around a little bit, but you recognize him, though. Wow. Move the toggle stick to look up yeah. and down. <laughs> Press X to jump. So, <laughs> so maybe I wasn't never here? He looks at him and he goes, uh, I guess we never really did get... Uh, to get those uh, linguistics routines kind of put in place there. So anyways, he looks at you, Les, and he goes, uh, what about the rest of you here? Uh, what do you want? I'm with Relics. We're actually from the same uh, family. He looks at you and goes, from the same family? That's a long time ago, my friend. What uh, proof do you have? I'll uh, kind of open up the uh, cloth in between my... <clears throat> jacket and my symbol revealing one of the symbols of the family that i keep he, he gets he instead of getting closer to you he just reaches up and touches his temple and an eye just starts to pull out towards you <laughs> like a telescope and he looks at it, he goes Dude, that's awesome oh turns a little green again when that happens <laughs> <laughs> he goes i haven't seen that particular emblem here as a distant relative, but still part of the family. I thought they, they were wiped out eons ago, or uh, year, century, uh, years ago, I'm sorry. Uh, they're all gone, but some of us remain from their protectors. Well, the Jurelet gods are always welcome here at the Breaking Waves. What about the other two? What are you here for? Rolex is tapping his temple to see if I'm, I'm here to make waves. Them. What do you know about the Antiva family name? As you say this to him, his, his demeanor kind of shifts. And he goes, he looks over at the young, the young person who, was, who greeted you guys, and he goes, uh, please, uh, have the students go up and meditate for a little while. I need a moment. Um, they kind of goes, yes, yes, sir. Goes and grabs them, and they start to head upstairs. As they do, he goes, the Antiva family. What on earth would make you want to bring up such a vile name like that? Well, we saw something. I wouldn't say it was a drow, possibly a drow, wearing the Jurlik, what, family symbols? Ever heard the name Scythia Antiva? He looks at you and he goes, you can see like a chill, like some of his hair stand up on end on like the whiskers on his neck and things like that. And he goes, Scythia Antiva is dead. There's no uh, way he can be alive. Somebody forgot to tell him. That thing's a man? <laughs> that is a, a, a man, and uh, I was almost its snack, um, so I'm pretty sure it's alive. It was it's also it. wearing other family symbols like trophies. Do you give him descriptions of who those family are those symbols? Yes. That okay. was something I remember while I was sitting there sniping and just staring at what was going on, and I caught the Jurlik symbol, and, and you mentioned the others. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we got to go look for the sewer when we were leaving as well. So we, okay. We saw quite a few of them. All right. So with that, you, you, re- you tell him of the different symbols on there, and you can see him like take, like, take a step back, and uh, he sits down, and he goes, this is quite quite unsettling if Antiva's back, something big is going to happen. Please, um, uh, Rolex, would you please uh, 
head over to there. In, in the other room, there's a, a book I need for you, please. You'll know it when you see it. Okay, <laughs> I will go check. Also, uh, what's your name, sir? Tulsi. Tulsi? Yes. All right, Rolex. As you make your way over, make me an investigation check, please. An investigatory. I'm good at investigating. No, I oh, rolled a oh, one. No, I got Chris's oh. die. Welcome uh, to the party, pal. <laughs> so as as you walk into the other room here and you look into the uh, actual uh, sea of books that's in there, all you find, sadly, is the end of the episode. No! no! I rolled it myself. <laughs> no. I was actually going to go over and make up an excuse to get a little against probation. <laughs> and you know, earlier, um, Eli, when you were starting to describe how um, you were you were not not telling the the a lie, so to speak. Mm-hmm. All I could think of was the the old Obi Wan thing. Uh, you know, Darth Vader betrayed and killed your father. And he's like, yeah. "What I said was true from a certain point of view." <laughs> So that was pretty cool. Well, thank you guys for playing. We'll find out what what book he's looking for in the next game, and we'll find out what is going on with uh, some of these interconnected storylines as we pick up next week. Until then, we say we're never there. We'll see how many. My best friend, damn it. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how many ones we can roll next week. I'm all out. You should be all out for the next game. At least four or five games, you should be done with it. Chris is going to have nothing but ones next week. We just cursed it. We spoke it into existence. Maybe it'll be for, yeah. At least it wasn't a door that time, but Les is still a.